Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everybody, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast, presented by our friends at Pro Taper. It's a rainy Monday here, and it's a Monday. We haven't done a Monday podcast in, in a, a couple while, weeks, yeah. let alone one in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here in Menifee, joined by Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, my dog in the corner, my other dog, homie, Michael Antonovich on the phone, and uh, here we are, man, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff has Less, happened. Yeah, and less than 30 days away from the start of the season. I know, 27, 26 days. 26 days. Yeah, because I saw the Malcolm post yesterday, yeah, 27 yeah. days away. Yeah, we should have had 140 days out a long time ago, but you didn't even know that was your number yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely didn't. Uh, look look at the Cooper Webb merch. I, I know, man. I, <laughs> dude, I wanted one of these hats, uh, like, the first time. It's the soft foamies. Yeah, no, like, the first time uh, I seen it, uh, I was like, dude, I want one of those hats. And then they were like sold out, and I seen one at, at Kenny's at Temecula Tees, and I snagged it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. um, what's happening out in uh, your neck of the woods, Anton? Anything good? Yeah, everything is good. Just starting to get everything ready for next year. Uh, Anaheim one coming got my tickets and all that booked uh yeah you know what dude, uh, did I, you ever get it going through Anton, yeah, i have submitted probably 40 different photos and resized them and everything and that it just will not accept really it just keeps booting me out yeah that was one of my missions to get really out today so i don't know if i need to huh. call someone and get a different like login info or something but yeah it just doesn't like me i guess i should try it today rejection rejection yeah Jeez. Remind me to log in and apply for a credential. I don't want to pull an Anton circa 2015. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 2012. Yeah. Oh, you showed up yeah. and there's like, oh, oh, oh. Worst day of my life. He didn't apply. That's embarrassing. Oh, no. And I had, I didn't apply and I had Megan with me <laughs> and I got bitch out in front of my Oof. old lady. Like, as Ouch. I was trying to impress her. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Hey, they have no pass. I earned that one. I Did you apply? One. Oh, man. So, uh, <clears throat> what? So now we think that Justin Cooper's on a 450? It looks like it. I don't know. They didn't officially say it, he's racing, but, well, they didn't officially say he's racing the whole series, but they definitely posted pictures of him with the other 250 guys or 450 guys and said um, 450 team looks like. Well, do they use race. these photos like all year round, like for Supercross and outdoors? Yeah. I think so. So, so maybe, maybe. But he's on a 250 outdoors. Yeah. Not a 450. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm going to just ask him real quick. Weird. Yeah. It's huh. a, I mean, we've heard he's been riding the thing, and he yeah. likes it. But yeah, I heard he's riding it really well as well. So, yeah, um, yeah I'd be curious to see. Uh, that, that's just weird, like, you know, how, like, the rule doesn't apply to the outdoors, you know, yeah. all that. So he's – and then I just Damn. zoomed in. He's running Enzo stuff, which is 2VD team stuff, right? Yeah. Hmm. Weird. I asked Ross, too. Okay. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll have an answer by the end of this show. That'd be cool. <clears throat> um, so, Shane Markland, uh, 
he's got a son, Finn. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones that helped out Nico Izzy when he first got out of jail. Mm -hmm. uh, he's what's, what's the truck? Is it Bamland or Barsha's place? Yeah, Bar Bamland. Yeah. Well, or is that where Roxon's testing? No, no, I don't think so. He's he's back east somewhere on a Dream Tracks track, and Joey's out there on a Cowie. Well, that's eighty three, I think, right? That's eighty three. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, and Kenny's out there on the Suzuki, so he's sending some clips nice. for us to make it real. But uh, yeah, so if Savachi's still on a Cowie, that kind of squelches that whole little yeah uh, HEP rumor, right? Uh, yeah, because um, I mean it is it is getting pretty late. I think Savachi really um, likes the bike that he's on. He's done a lot of testing with it. He's had a lot of time with it, um, and uh, you know, I mean he might just be like riding it out and i heard that there might be something there with uh with mitch too mm -hmm. um having him like you know around that team and then uh you know i mean if you know god forbid you know one of the cowie guys gets hurt um you know he could probably step in because he has a good relationship there yeah 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 i mean i, I would assume that that's his yeah that's his little ace in the hole mm -hmm. in his back pocket you know yeah but uh i don't know hey michael uh what's going on with uh Adam's elbow. Uh, so it's kind of been the problem that he's been having forever. Uh, they've done a lot of work on it. I, that's really been the biggest thing that's been going on. He had told me a couple months ago that it had been an issue. Like, it's still the thing that just keeps happening. And, like, I think that's going to be what determines his career or not, if he keeps going or not, because his arm just goes to sleep. Like, all that stuff that you saw... Uh, like him fading last year because his hand would go numb. Like, yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be it. So it sounds like he's still having those same problems, and they've mm -hmm. explored pretty much every avenue to try to address it. You know, every kind of like compression thing, surgery. Yeah, because when uh, and it's still pretty. When much I saw him at the um, Elsinore Supercross track, you know, in the past he's been kind of laying low. Like when Chase and I were at uh, Glen Helen Supercross, remember AC wasn't there. Yeah, I don't think he, he was, was even riding super. No, he was riding, but he was riding oh, K3 or something. Mm -hmm. But he was trying to be low-key. So when I saw him at Elsinore, I asked Nick. I was like, hey, I want to be respectful. I don't want to film Adam if he's still trying to be laying low. And Nick says, oh, I don't know. His mind changes every single day. Yeah. But uh, So I asked Adam. He said, yeah, it's fine. And then at one point, we were going to do a checking in with interview. And I had him mic'd up and everything, and at the last second he goes, you know what, no, I don't want to do this because I don't know what to say about this. And he, like, pointed to his arm. So I wasn't sure what the status was or not. I don't think he's sure from what I've heard around the circle, yeah. I yeah. think he's just kind of taking it day by day. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I, I can relate to a hand going to sleep. <laughs> he needs to just go like yeah. this in the air or something. Mm. Um. Okay, well, and he had said, too, he had said, too, that that had been re like him and Nick have been working on this extensively. Like, I remember when we were in Orlando for um, those two races a couple years ago, and then he was training down with Malcolm and Chase. And he was riding at Stewart Place and Nick was there that week. And, and they were really addressing his technique on like, hey, you can't do this this way. You have to start compensating in other ways without opening yourself up to having an injury. So he's been working, I mean, every single thing to, to try this on. And it's been happening, you know, not just last year, but like the year before that. It seems like this has been 
a much, much bigger problem um, than I think we've all ever known. And it's led into him having other injuries. And I think he's worried that it's going to keep happening again. You know, like Don, like you've said so many yeah. times, when your yeah. hand goes to sleep, imagine leading a moto at like the 20-minute mark going that, for loops, and then it's just done. Like, it, that'd be terrifying. And it seems like he's already made peace with like, oh, man, if this is what it is, like, let's just try to figure it out and go on to the next thing. Because every time that we've talked to him in the last couple of years, he's like, I don't know. I don't know how much longer. And that's got that's got to take a toll on you mentally too. Like rolling up to the gate, just thinking like it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if if it's going to sleep every time that he's riding, then yeah, like in having to compensate for something, I just and then you know just risk of injury, like more injury, right? Like I don't know if it's it's just something that's probably weighing on him pretty heavy right now, you know? Yeah, but he it isn't his extension two years now, or just one more year. Go ahead, Don. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's multiple years. So, and, and really, I think all of that has been kind of fluctuating on how does he feel. And he's not the first guy to go through this. You know, Osborne went through the same thing of when his back was kind of on defensive, mm-hmm. if he could keep racing or not, it's what made him kind of step away. Um, but, you know, the thing for Adam, and like A-Ray said, He's been dealing with this for so long, and I think Adam has done such a good job of being like, all right, well, this is what it is. This comes with the territory. Like, I'm not going to be completely devastated about it. I'll mm-hmm. find the other positive things in my life to look at, you know. Um, so I, I'll say this. Even though he had said this in Minneapolis when he was up there to do the TV stuff, and he had his knee in a sling, we did the checking in with interview then. And he had even said, he's like, dude, I could be doing TV hosting stuff next year if this doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I could stop. It, it, it could happen. It's okay. Same stuff Kenny was kind of telling you at the start of last year. Like, some of these guys understand when they get into yeah. that position, like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, and, Him and on how TV, do I though, it? would not be a bad thing. No. He's no, awesome. No, he's very, very good on the TV. <laughs> I mean, probably no, not he'd be good. exciting and prestigious for him. No. But, but, but still, I mean, it, the fans would be win. Yeah. It would be a win-win for the fans. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, Savachi's probably got a good chance of yeah. being on that team, yeah. right? And and too, like with that whole thing with like Savachi Makarath, I'm hearing that Rick Ware does want to have like some type of Supercross team. Him and um, maybe not like uh, the MDK team as well. Maybe not this year for the MDK team, but next year, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, Rick Ware he he still wants to be involved with his riders, um, you know, for Supercross here in the states too. So. Um, I don't really know the full extent of it, who's going to, like, pit where and do what. But, yeah, I think he's still uh, somewhat involved with, with his riders. Mm-hmm. And so Shane then, he hasn't posted anything about riding or testing. He's just posting about the FIM banquet and yeah and stuff. And he's been at different shows, mm-hmm. like with his bike on display with a big number one on it and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. So McElrath will probably be at Anaheim one then. Yeah, I'm assuming so, and I think it's going to be on a Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, that that's just what I've been sort of hearing. I don't really know the full extent of it, but yeah. I don't know if Anton, do you know any more about that or no? Mm. No, I haven't. I haven't heard. I saw uh, one yeah. thing that said he could do half. I think Mathis posted it yesterday, but I, I don't know. If he did, yeah. that would just complete Shane's <laughs> like, whole yeah, run for of sure. the paddock through the last couple months, you know, with not a bad thing, like good for him to go find out where the rides mm-hmm. are and keep his career going. Cause he look what it got him right now. Um, 
But that could be a cool thing, too, if, like, if Rick Ware knows that he can't get everything going just yet, you just keep a guy active, let him go out there and ride. Joey back to the Suzuki would be, I think, a stretch. I really do, especially in this day and age, like, that's nothing that that bike did. Yeah. And we know he's he's it, more of a, a mental thinker like that. Like he thinks it's what he got hurt like on. And, and he rode, like, JGR stuff, and he rode this, and he rode that. So he's got different experiences with it. I don't think he would want to go back to it. Whereas what he has with Cowie, you know, Cowie was giving him a couple little things to take to those World Supercross races, stuff that they knew you had to have. Like, Mitch made sure he had stuff. So he knows he has a good relationship there that he's never going to be wondering, like, are they going to pull the carpet out from underneath my feet and then leave me yeah. with nothing? Like, he's always going to get yeah. back towards something. Um, I was talking to uh, Ryan from Throttle Syndicate this weekend. Yeah. You know, because he was the one that told me about the Kenny KX450s at Mitch's and stuff. Yeah. And, like, they made the graphics. <laughs> and uh, I was like, hey, what do you think happened with those bikes? Do you think the guy from Canada still wanted to buy them? for as much money as he was going to buy him if Ken never rode him? Mm-hmm. Like, would you buy him just because they were the bike that he could have rode? I mean, there's not, there's only a little novelty there. But if he actually rode it, I think yeah. that that increases the the value of the thing. But I would just lie to myself because we know he rode a Cali at some point. I'd just say, oh, yeah, it was this one. Just before they finished it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, did, he definitely did. I think one of the, I think the Cali was one of the first ones that he actually rode, rode right? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be it'd be interesting. I heard he had ridden one oh, early uh, on in uh, MTF. Yeah. Is what I heard in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had heard that same thing, but then I had heard him yeah. say, I think somewhere that he had never uh, yeah. been on the Cali. I can't wait to so maybe uh, it wasn't a sit Michigan. down with Kenny and ask him like what he thought of all the different bikes. Yeah, and like the handling characteristics <laughs> of each one and everything. And that. but I want to ask him about the Stark. You know, because yeah. he rode that thing quite a bit in uh, in Barcelona. But I don't know. Stark delivery dates, I think, are what, April? Mm. I wonder if this is really going to happen or not. I thought they got Let's extended so. again, did they? Huh? Or no? I thought they got extended again, no? Did they? That's what I thought I heard a couple weeks ago. No, they, they put out a video uh, more recently showing their facility and stuff. Mm, okay. But I don't know. Um <coughs> They were at a, I don't know if I ever told you that, but um, Tortelli and Benjamin, they were at a... Oh, really? They were at both World Supercross races uh, a couple months ago, too. So, like, they're definitely... Yeah, they're definitely trying to explore that avenue hmm. to see... Remember there was, uh, there was talk the of with that Tortelli racing it a while back. Yeah. I like, remember hearing like that. Like at yeah. a, some... Oh, some, really? Some country's championship or something, but then... Yeah. During that podcast I did with them, they said, no, they're focusing on getting their production up. But I don't know. Man, mm-hmm. electric stuff in general is sure taking off. I yeah, mean, it is. Have you seen all the Instagram clips of dudes doing gnarly shit on those Ciron things? Yeah. You know? Did you see that guy? Oh, that was, yeah, that, <laughs> that one guy. Oh, my God. Like, well, he, like just, he just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, those things are, ah, oh, man. I got, like, super mixed emotions on those because those guys fuck up our mountain bike trails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. But also, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude, they're dude. everywhere. Everywhere. Dude, the first time I really saw them on the mountain bike trail, I was, at, I was at San Clemente riding, and there was a pack of, like, 10, like, junior high school age kids, and they all had them. Mm-hmm. And they're all little rich kids because they all had, like, the factory fox yep, forks on yep. and everything. 
but they were like ripping the the downhill trails. And the first time I saw them, I thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, dude, that's sick. Mm -hmm. But then I talked to Damon Huffman about it. I was like, hey, I saw these kids on the Suron things. And he's like, I fucking hate those kids. (laughs) 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 But then if you start paying attention when you're riding at St. Clemente. Six-inch ruts, like dirt bike tire ruts. Yeah, ruts up the lips. And (laughs) and then, you know, there was obviously that one guy that was riding uphill, crashed in a mountain biker and broke his jaw. Oh, my God. And then ran. Oh, or geez. split, but uh, I think that guy got dealt with. But <clears> I don't know. Those things are crazy. And then what the Stasic patent must have run out or something because yeah, now everybody's it, making them. Yeah. Uh, we were at the Kawasaki Electrode <coughs> intro a while ago. That thing looks like uh, it's le- <coughs> leftover frame parts from a Kawasaki Vulcan street bike. <laughs> this big giant Dude, what about, what about the post this week? Speaking of Kawasaki, just the Ducati uh, Dude. Miller. I was yeah, pumped that he every, found that. Every, About 100 people have sent it to me. I know, and everyone in the comments is like, oh, dude, freaking, uh, when they say swaps, just like jizzing all over his phone or something like that. <laughs> and just watching I'd never this. seen that commercial before. Oh, my God. Dude, man. did you see like the guy mm-hmm. who would be sliding and then start to high side and go on one wheel? Could you do that? Fuck no, that's like dangerous. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> supposed to keep the two rear wheels on the ground at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So uh, what does this weather do to everybody trying to <laughs> test, right? Uh, like it's fucked because – I mean, I would I would say testing, they are probably putting that to a halt. Uh, but I talked to a few people who are heading out to Hemet today. Um, Is uh, that like, track going still? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, it just got started, you know. Hey, the first rain. It just like, got oh, started. Dude, Bill's <laughs> but um, – <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's kind of what a lot of people are doing, uh, going to Hemet and riding because it's like a sandier base, supercross track. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've seen guys like Hill, Politelli, um, you know, all those guys are just sort of going to the hills, right? Yeah, um, Hill's finally on a tether bike. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And then, uh, you know, guys are still putting in the time out here in the rain. They're just putting their jackets on and maybe putting on some roll-offs and hitting the sand tracks in the hills or maybe just going out and riding and having fun. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what's that, sort what's of – What's that track out there with the boat, Nuevo? Nuevo. Are you headed to Nuevo this week? I'm not headed to Nuevo this week. No, no. Um, let's see. I don't. I don't really have any outdoor suspension uh, right now. Or, or yeah. uh, my bikes. I'm trying to save my bikes as long as I can yeah. right now. Right. Like I, d- I need to get. I need to be able to practice good quality days on the Supercross track before the season. So. Mm-hmm. You think yeah. tracks will be open on Friday though? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, pri- private tracks will get tuned up. Yeah, they, they should be fine. Uh, I'm. I'm flying out on Friday though. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say when I saw the forecast, I was gonna text you. You should go. You should go right now. I know I should. I honestly should, but yeah, no. Nah, just stay here throughout the week. Hopefully, get maybe like two days of riding in, and then uh, and then head over there. Yeah, back to Kentucky for a little bit. Hey, hey, Ray. Is this break probably much needed for guys right now after hitting it so hard and then having the busy? weeks that they have had or did things like media day kind of throw a wrench in everybody yeah i mean it maybe throws a little bit of a wrench but even like a lot of the guys i know like pro circuit rode that morning and then they they did all the media in the afternoon so like a lot of guys got still got good quality riding in that day they probably cut it a little bit short but uh yeah right now like i mean they're pushing you know i've seen a lot of guys actually like i wanted to talk about this a lot of guys a lot of the top 450 guys started a lot later yeah, this year, and I think it's because they added, you know, those three races to to the end of the season. 
um, and it and it sort of like um, extends the season out more. So I think they they wanted to start a little bit earlier, you know, so they're all peaking at the right time. Uh, but yeah, they I think they started out super heavy with their with their um, boot camp, mm-hmm. and then you know it's getting you know pretty close to Anaheim one. I think you know this would have been like the last full gnarly four days of you know four days of riding um, in a week. You know like the big base rides and everything. And then after this week, you know, a lot of guys will, will start tapering off and, and sort of trying to rebuild themselves, you know, before Anaheim. So, um, yes, yes and no. I think it, a lot of guys are, are kind of like when they seen the rain this week, they're a little excited, you know. A little bit of time off. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say a little bit of time <laughs> well, off because, you know, you're stuck indoors, you know, doing a two-hour Zwift ride, you know what I mean, um, instead of actually, you know, getting some good quality riding in. But – but still, I mean, yeah, it's still a little bit different than riding a four-day-a-week, like, program, you know? Like, riding four days of Supercross or outdoors, either way, like, doing your motos mm-hmm. and all that, it takes a toll on the body. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot, yeah. You know, and probably, too, after yeah. you watch so many guys stack it up over the last 10 days, you're like, dude, I'm pushing it right now. Do I need to keep yeah, that, doing and it that's or what... I take a break and not be the one to risk it today? And you, you know, no, you guys yeah. can't I mean, you definitely like that, can't think about it, it but it's the still the there, too. right? I mean, it's like, hey, you know, anything could happen, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of nice. You're like, all right, like, we'll la- we'll last another day. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh, Justin Cooper says, I'll be racing a 450 at select rounds. Ooh, I like it. How do you think he'll do on a 450? Um, I think he'll be good. I think that, I mean, I don't know. I would say he'd be right there with, like, most of, like, the the B450 guys, right? I mean, I think he'll be good in qualifying, you know, like he usually is. Uh, I think, you know, a 450 for him at his stature through the whoops, because I don't think he – he hasn't been one of the standout guys in the whoops throughout his career. So I think mm-hmm. a, a 450 is going to be a little bit of a handful for him in that section. But, I mean – other than that, I think uh, I think he'll he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if he's gonna you know podium, but I would say he would be anywhere from five to eight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's a good realistic spot for him. Yeah. Well, um, guys, let's take a break to hear from our sponsors. Back for more. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increased traction. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. 
Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everybody, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, last week, we said we were giving away a pair of Pro Taper lock-on grips and a SML merch t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of entries last week, I hear. Yes. You got one for us? A lot us. of good ones. Mika Rhodes, he said, I have a drinking ja- drinking game. Uh, one shot every time Anton gets it interrupted. Two shots if A-Race says RDX 2.2. Three shots if Chase and Swap don't agree on a kit. <laughs> <laughs> you make you make not be alive by the end of the pod. Yeah. You may not be alive? Yeah, yeah. that's what he meant to say. Oh, okay. But yeah. Wow, that's somebody that listens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, let, let's disagree on a kit then real quick. <sighs> What'd you think of? Uh, we could do the one I wear. Saturday. Your your Fox Image Flex Air kit. Was it's it the? Black, it's black with pink. Oh, I don't like that kit at what? all. I hate it, dude. <sighs> See, I like I hate it, it a lot. so much. I don't like it. What do you not like about it? The pink. You should like the pink. No, I just I think there should be more pink and less black. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I will say I really liked it, and then when I saw the pictures of me in it, I was like not as happy as I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. There's oh. just there's a lot of black. I like it. Oh, you do? I do like it. Yeah. Well, shit. So we agree on it. Yeah. Uh, what about... Uh, <laughs> what about... What about Malcolm's all-white seven kit that he wore at the Husky intro? Uh, I didn't like it. Yes. Yeah, eh. You didn't like it either? No. <laughs> oh, dude, maybe we're on a new thing. You know what I didn't like about it? I don't like the seven logo. It looks like just like... Bold uppercase Helvetica or something. Mm, yeah. And then they matched his name with the same. Mm-hmm. It looked like uh, back in the day, back in the day uh, when I was riding three wheelers. Oh, God. If you didn't go. get your jersey lettered like uh, by JT or someone. Mm-hmm. There was no ZLT and, you know, 
23 moto jerseys and, and all that or no piston bones so you'd go to the mall and you would get the football go numbers. To t-shirt plus <laughs> and your letters would be these square like mm-hmm. letters kind of like malcolm's jersey yeah but they would be furry what? like felt <laughs> oh my god they have like texture on them kind of like uh kind of like a blackjack table in, in vegas yeah and the numbers would be football numbers for sure it was lame but uh okay so we agreed on two kits yeah so no drinking for you guys or no shots for you guys today sorry what about a ray's uh what about a ray's uh all blue kit do you like that the teal uh, the, it's like a blue marine it's sick oh yeah, yeah that's no, probably my favorite in the o'neill one i think yeah. so i think you should wear that for uh Photos? Posters, yeah. Posters? Photos. See, Mark was telling me I need to do the red, white, and blue, but no. I, I want, I want the white. teal. Yeah, I like the teal. Yeah. I say wear the teal and wear red RDX boots and wear red gloves and red goggles. I disagree with that. I'm going to wear white boots. I'm going to wear white I boots. I like white boots. Hey, my Swap Moto Live helmet should be here either today or tomorrow. Frosted right? Paint Co.? Yeah, Frosted yeah. Paint Co. Frosted Paint Co. Uh, yeah, so we're getting closer to photo shoot video. day. It looked good. Yeah, we should, we're getting closer to photo shoot day. I want to see the blue one. I like, do he too. sent us a video of the, the standard yeah. Test Rider black one. Yeah, but I want to see the blue one. You made a blue helmet? Yeah. It's oh, like wow. blue stripes along the back. Oh, wow. They're nice. pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be good, I think. Mm-hmm. Stoked on it. What is it? Uh, uh, HAC Alpha X? LFR? No, it's a HJC I-50. I-50. Yeah. I-50. When is, uh, when is the higher-end HJC coming out? I don't know. Um, I think like they came here, you know, whenever we went, and uh, we seen, like, the mock-up of the, the, the helmet that we were going to be. Um, I thought that helmet was sick. Yeah, but I think there was a, a lot of changes that needed to be made, um, and I think they just kind of went back to the drawing board, and we haven't really heard anything else yet. So um, mm. hopefully, hopefully here soon. Yeah. Um, Michael. Yeah. What uh? What's the progress with that YZ250 that's been unridden? Have you looked at it? Have you looked at it? No, I didn't. Not since last I week. I thought I, I thought about it. Why don't you I go ride it? Go ride it before uh, the end of the year so you can get one ride in this year. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try these next few weeks. Uh, and find a hole in the weather. I went over and was like riding my bicycle this weekend and looking at all the farm fields i need to convince some farmer to let me just like rip it up like a turn while track. i yeah. can yeah Man, i miss dude. those days. there's like nice little rolling hills and stuff like that out here that'd be and sick. like yeah that's what i grew up riding you know was just this farm field so and they would run up fun the best. to just have it they would run oh, up because yeah. like they would like all the, like the seed dirt, of, right? yeah. The, yeah it's i mean it's been tilled up and like I don't know. Like, there's something about that dirt. Like back there on the East Coast, just a winter day. Yes, it's cold, but dude, like just a corner track in the middle of a cornfield, man. That like those, those were some of the best days. Like yeah. growing mm-hmm. up. Remember those. those. Uh, I remember old video of Sexton amateur days on a Yamaha, and a turn track like in the middle of a farm in Illinois or whatever. It looks so sick. Dude, it's so, so much cool. fun. You doesn't even need a jump. You just hit mm-hmm. corners all day. Anton, isn't your like yard big enough to make a small turn track? My dad's house is, uh, but not our because we live in town. Oh, but okay. I could at my dad's, but then you know after we wrecked his property for as long as we did, uh, he spent a bunch of money to have the whole property graded and leveled now. So I'm <laughs> not, not allowed to ride anything there. Yeah, I got to break the bike in there up and down the driveway, but nothing else. Mm. He's kind of a hard ass on that. Uh, but yeah, I need to. I. I see a bunch of them, and I know where I could go. I just have to go ask somebody, and I just haven't 
been able to. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like what A Ray said, like a soybean field because mm. the, the the corn stalks would get like in your tires and stuff. You get a flat because mm-hmm. like some of them could go through it, but the the soybean fields are always the best ones. Yeah. So when you talk about soybean fields, is that like? edamame soybeans Uh uh-huh it is yeah yeah you could go in my dad's front yard and like pull it off the bushes really all summer Mm -hmm. do you do that and boil them and put salt on no no because i didn't know you could do that until after i moved away oh okay (laughs) when i got into it i was like oh that's what that is okay yeah you just thought they were strange looking peas yeah what were you pointing at? The Those, no, the Pro Taper lock-ons. So I had a chance to ride the Pro Taper lock-ons and then the run the pro, and then the regular grips, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm a fan of the lock-ons. Yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, I am a fan of the lock-ons. Uh, like they're they're a little bit thinner, but it it, it help it helps me because I mean obviously like with my hands being like a little <laughs> jacked up, but I like the lock-ons, man. They they, they feel really good. Mm-hmm. I like them. They're good. Yeah. I got to uh, put a new set on my cowie. <laughs> my cowie's still all bent up from doing the dirt. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Chase, you went to the Honda intro. I did. Or the Honda team intro on Friday. It was Friday, and, yes. And uh, it was at our buddy Jeff Blackmore's Blackmore Ranch. You know what's cool? Every time I love seeing, like, public events at that place and just looking at everyone just like, wow. Like yeah, and going in the barn. In all they are. The first hour we were there, everyone had, that hadn't been there in the past was just in the barn, just staring at the ceiling and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like uh, it's like normal for us. Cause yeah, yeah. So often. Like, oh, yeah. Did you talk to Jeff at all? Was he? Yeah, there? I saw him. Talked to him a little bit. Yeah. He's he's always so like uh, happy. It looks like just to have people here mm-hmm. there and enjoying his stuff. So uh, did they announce anything? Uh, kind of. So Chance Hymas will be doing uh, select East Coast rounds uh, just kind of to prepare to do super, like a full Supercross season next year, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he's not jacking with Futures anymore? No more Futures. He's just going to do then, a, a couple and then he'll race outdoors on the 250. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jet's going to do West Coast rather than Defend just because that's his decision. He wants to uh, try to get both. Yeah. And I think he, I think he that. he was saying too, uh, he wants to do some selected East Coast 450 rounds too. Oh, maybe. And he didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was watching YouTube this morning on my Swift ride, and and he said you know that might not be out of the question. Oh, that'd be cool. Right. All right. Huh. Um, and I wonder what Joe feels about that. Yeah. Right. Right. Because I was thinking if Joe was on West, he'd be the the favorite. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard to beat. Jet, Jet's gonna win. That's what I think too. too. Yeah, and I was like, I kind of talked to him about how much he'd been riding the 450 since Nations, and he sounds like he only did a couple of days. Like after Nations, it was straight to 250, and he's focused on doing the mm-hmm. backing it up. The it's funny how low key the uh, Lawrence brothers have been since mm-hmm. Nations. Like they're slated to do the Paris Supercross and everything, and mm-hmm. they they didn't go. But like, they've been pretty low key. They haven't showed up any races or no, yeah, or anything. Um, what, what did Hunter have to say? <sighs> kind of just, he's ready. Like, uh, it's, it's funny cause I feel like I have the same conversation with him every year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I try not to make that obvious, but yeah, he's just, he's ready and anxious for the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like seeing Colt finally Dude, in, he's, in Honda red? It was cool. His O'Neal kit was sick too. Just like head to toe kit, like full custom. His helmet his really is red, his is red, white, and blue. So right? his cool thing about his helmet's. He uh, this one obviously AP did, and then he 
he like convinced Troy to basically paint his helmets for the Supercross season. So this one was kind of rushed because his Troy ones aren't done yet. But he's gonna have some crazy like Troy painted uh, bells for the Supercross season. So yeah, you cool. know what? Because he won't have to run any no uh, like team graphic no. or anything. He can do whatever he wants. I mean, he's not monster, so yeah. he doesn't have to wear bullet. Also, he should have some cool. Yeah, shit. he'll have some cool stuff. Yeah, I bet you he has one with like American Indian feathers on it. So. <laughs> yeah. Native native feathers. Sorry, <laughs> got to be politically correct here, right? But yeah, no, the the event was cool. Uh, they did a lot of um, pit bike riding. Like it felt like they were riding pit bikes for two and a half hours. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool for like that part was cool for a couple of minutes, and then I was like, eh. yeah, you can only get so much footage <laughs> on yeah. flat tracking a pit bike. Props to Honda though; they had made it. So they're doing relay races with, like, journalists and select um, team personnel and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a Dude, lot of Dude, wait. Them, was Adam Wahid there just killing it on the journalist side? He's the tall, skinny guy with the big, black, puffy hair. I didn't see him, no. The, the fastest journalist was probably... Moseman? He wasn't there. Oh. Honestly, I don't, I don't think any of them looked... <laughs> I don't think any of us <laughs> look that great. I was I was thinking of a mechanic, but yeah, <laughs> some of the mechanics look good. Christian uh, Jets mechanic ate shit, so that's funny. <laughs> Better eat shit on that than the, than the Husky. Yeah, or than the uh, Harley. Yeah, mean. totally. Yeah, they're all trying to do wheelies like little Harley boys. Yeah, cons. Um, how about Sexton? Yeah, he's ready. I think he's uh the one to watch. Do you say anything about just like? Parting all my messages when I like message him. <laughs> no, <laughs> still like message him. Hey, dude. Uh, can you let her out? Yeah. Uh, be like, I'll be like, hey, dude. Can I come up and film? And he'll be like, yeah, let me ask. Cause you know he was in Santa Barbara. Right. Yeah. And then, and then I'll write. Did you ask? And be all right. Damn it, I forgot. I'm the worst procrastinator, <laughs> right? And so then. Ever since that message, I was like, oh, hey, I still want to come up. And he just hearts it, like loves it. <laughs> and then when he's in town, I'm like, hey, you're in town. You want to do a show? Just hearts it. <laughs> it's almost like he's mocking me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. So who do you have lined up for the show this week? I think is tomorrow Christian? Malcolm? Uh, tomorrow's going to be Malcolm. Oh, okay. So um, I was actually talking to Troll, Alex Martin, the other day. He's going to be coming into town uh, to help with some training. Maybe we oh, could. Oh, sick, yeah. Yeah, Let's maybe we could get him sweet. in. Yeah. Let's see if you can make him cry, too. Oh, about the about retirement? No, he cried about his brother. No, oh. I, he was on the show with me, and he cried. Oh, man. So it's like maybe, maybe you can make him cry also. Well, I don't want to. Huh? No, I, don't, I want it to be a happy show. Like, I, want it, I want it to be uplifting, right? I mean, I wasn't trying to make him cry. I was just like, oh, whoa, whoa, bro. Jeez. So how many, how many guests have we had cry? Just two. Just him and Rhino. I think so, yeah. Mm, I feel like there's someone else I can't think, though. Who's been on the show the most? Ooh, Brock Tickle. No, I would say Hanny, bro. Like that's Hanny. No, Hanny's been on three times. Three times. Mm. Brock Tickle's been on like six times. Yeah. Yeah. Tickle's been on a lot. <laughs> yeah. Tickle, not Malcolm. Surprisingly, Malcolm. Uh, three or Malcolm's four. Probably been on a a high number, but not as many as Tick. Yeah. Mm. But Ticks are always good. Like people. Yeah. People talk shit about it. Every time Brock says something, it's always something different and insightful. Like he yeah. tells you exactly what's going on. Dude, and his, if you look Tickle's at Tickle's last one was really good. Yeah. But people. People talk shit because he says, instead of saying, um, he says, obviously. 
Oh, yeah, he does say that. Yeah, but he's, like, if you look at the last three years of his life and career, he's had so many different roles. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot to cover with. There's more to cover with certain people than there is with others. Yeah. Anton, do you like the, like, with the show, do you like the one-on-one? Or what, do you think that we should add, like, another person in there for, like, more questions? Like, you two, you and swap two times someone? Yeah. Like, just... Uh, <laughs> why, why, why you got to word it like that, dude? Pause. Uh, uh, I don't know. It depends because maybe it would kind of vary on who's in the studio and who's not, like who the guest is. Because yeah. there's some guys that you just want to talk one-on-one with, but then there's other guys that you could volley back and forth and really get something going. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to have guys ask us questions, I think. Like, to have more of a... Rather than, like, putting the spotlight always on them. Like, hey, mm-hmm. just have, like, a conversation. Like, hey, what do you think about this? Rather than just, like, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Peppering yeah. them sometimes. Because I think that that, for some dudes, like, they're just so used to just always getting it that way. Like, just always just mm-hmm. always getting asked the same stuff. And then that would free us up of not asking the same things all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what the most? It's funny because, uh, so I did Media Pub it's called insiders podcast last yeah. week and uh ritter's place we sit on actually like big fucking high back leather lazy boy couches that are probably like bought off facebook marketplace or something yeah but it's comfortable right yeah. and you're kind of slouchy and everything so the conversation is more casual yeah and i was telling him that i was like yeah i wanted to come see what you did too and look at your equipment and compare it to how we do it like, he records straight to a laptop, which is kind of weird. I don't know how he does that. But anyway, I was saying, yeah, it's the, the the relaxed couches, the way this is, is like it's more conducive to just casual conversation. And I was thinking about while I was driving home, like, the best podcast I ever did was the one at your place with AP. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> whenever you guys. I put the GoPro on the seat of the exercise bike. Yeah. But we were just sitting on that couch, and that turned into a conversation more than an interview. Yeah. It was cool because that that's when we both talked about our ball sack stories. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> We've been doing this podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. When, when was that? Like two years? Yeah. Three. No, almost four years because that was 2019, right? Yeah, 2019 is when we all got fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's when and we, we didn't. That's when we started yeah, it. We, yeah, this thing, we got that kind of going – Right with everything, so in April of 19. Yeah. Well, I started yeah. the podcast, just the Swap Motor podcast, still at Transworld. Because mm-hmm. remember, Anton, we were, at, you know, we always got asked by corporate, like, how are you going to make more money? Uh-huh. So I was like, hey, we want to do a podcast. And fucking none of the idiots at Transworld were able to get us a podcast server, and they are trying to act like it was so labor-intensive Dude. and everything. And then I figured out that there was – uh, whatever the website I use now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, pff, I'm doing it myself. I was telling I look Rick- back on that stuff, and, like, it's crazy all the stuff that's just huge now that they just missed the boat on. Like, yeah. the YouTube thing. Like, I look at YouTube now sometimes, and I'm like, wow, man, they just didn't even understand what they had already built five years ahead of time. Like, this thing was setting on a gold mine, and it's, yeah. Yeah, and they are making us use fucking Bright Cove. Yeah, that, just so they could get like fifty cents more on yeah. ad revenue. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I was I was telling Ritter the first podcast I ever did <laughs> was with Malcolm. Yeah, and we were parked in the driveway of his house in California, 
and uh, I had bought the Zoom recorder, but that that thing comes with uh, attachment on top that has like two microphones that are going each <laughs> way. Kind of looks like a breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have headphones, we didn't have handheld mic. We were just talking, and I had that thing in the middle on the shifter console, mm-hmm. and uh, I bought that egg crate foam sound deadening, yeah. sa- sound deadening foam at Guitar Center. <laughs> And I put it on the front window and put the windshield, the sun visors down, kind of like those sunblock things. And I put them in the side windows. <laughs> and Malcolm and I sat in there and talked for two and a half hours. It's pretty funny. And then just trying to evolve from there with uh, handheld mics. Yeah. And, you know, I never read the directions on that recorder, yeah. right? We did one at, uh, at my place right there in Corona. Yeah. Me, you, and Anton. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the one I, d- I did one with Philip Photo somewhere. <coughs> And I didn't have my microphone turned on, and he had his turned on. So oh, I, I remember all, this one. Yeah. I was all quiet and distant <laughs> in the background. And then Bill Poto had the mic real close, and he was like breathing through his nose, and he had like <laughs> a booger in his nose, so it was doing the nose whistle thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hee, hee. <laughs> so like comments for people like, how about Bill Poto's nose whistle? <laughs> we can't hear you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But I don't know. But uh, yeah, we have some. Uh, Interesting things coming first part of next year. New yeah, studio, swaps. Uh, uh, yeah. The rebirth. Yeah, the rebirth of Swap Mode Alive. But, uh, yeah. All the people that talk shit on our little closet here in the corner. It was cold finally, in here this morning, man. We're finally coming out of the closet, guys. <laughs> yeah, <all right>. Dude. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so uh, we gave away the grips and the T-shirt uh, this week. We're going to give away another pair of grips. But no this t-shirt. time... Uh, no, we're gonna give a T-shirt away too. Wow, a T-shirt away, and uh, so you gotta. I could throw a T-shirt in too. Oh my goodness! Okay, I'll, I'll uh, do that. I'll do that next week. Next week? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll do that next week. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you know what I was gonna do? You know, like uh, we'll say, like, oh, this week all sales this week. Mm-hmm. I have a Scrub Daddy jersey to give away. Ooh. So oh. someone, that, someone that buys any merch this week will get a Scrub Daddy jersey. Oh man. So we'll see if Scrub Daddy moves the needle or not. <laughs> did, did you see the Suzuki? Uh, we made a Suzuki RM Army Edition video with him over the weekend. No, I didn't okay, see it. Okay, because you know if you buy RMZ 450, you get a Yoshimura pipe mm-hmm. and Thrall and graphics. So I was like, oh, we got to do something for Suzuki because you know they didn't want to be in the shootout. So I made this video and we put the video, we put the pipe, and we put the graphics on at Paris, and then Scrub Daddy wrote. He comes back and I put the mic on. I'm like, All right, tell me about the pipe. And he goes, Oh man. Man, the Suzuki is so good, but when I put the Yoast pipe on, it's like 30 more horsepower. <laughs> Dude, come on. But I don't know. But he loved it. And that video got a bunch of views uh, like for, for what it is. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. You're, you, Have you ever been a team manager before? No. Like to... a like an agent, a mechanic, team manager? Uh, brand how did, how, how did I do as the mechanic that day? You did good. Yeah. You did really good. You kept yourself busy the whole I, time. I like, fucked up the graphics, though. Oh, yeah, you did a little bit. Trying to That's put them okay. Up, it was cold, and I had no heater. But, <laughs> That's uh, okay. I don't know. Anyway, so wait, wait, wait. We got it before we sign off. Team A-Ray right mm-hmm. now. So the bike is dialed. You tested with Enzo last week. You got yeah. some good suspension settings. Yeah, I think I think we're going to do like that change to the fork. We're going to make it a little bit stiffer, but other than that, like I dude, I wrote it again the other day. It was it was dialed in. It was okay. good. Felt good. So, the uh, suspension is doing well. We picked up your wheels at WSA. Mhm. 
And they're sick. Right? They are so sick. Magnesium Han hubs. Yeah, with the A60 wheel. A60 rim. Uh, yeah, you got two sets. Yeah, two sets. So you got to figure out where you're going to use them and how you how. So you're I think I'm going to put like the other set like on the truck uh, for like a spare. A spare, yeah. Yeah, a spare. Okay. So yeah, speaking of WUSA, uh, man, my great friends, John, Chris, and Anderson, um, they are the official importer for Han and Talon hubs. Mm-hmm. Excel and DID rims, mm-hmm. and uh, they also sell talent sprockets. Gloves, goggles. Yeah, W gloves and <laughs> goggles. But, dude, the thing, they make these uh, tire irons. you got to get a set for your van. I do need a set, the, yes. So they make these tire irons, right? They're the proper type spoon, kind of like a Motion Pro on the end. But uh, uh, the other side is a wrench, and it's for the rear axle or the headset. Or the front axle, and it's to go from uh, rear axle, front axle. There's a little slip insert in there. Oh That's wow! But yeah, and then the other one, you know, because they come in a pair, is 10 millimeter for the fork lugs. No way! Wow. Yeah, That's right. So they're super good. Huh. But um, yeah, if you uh, order anything at WUSA, mention the Swap Moto Live Show, and you will get a nice little discount. And uh, yeah, order your stuff there. We'd appreciate it. And uh, okay, so you got your Pro Taper stuff. You have your Sella whole shot device on, and you haven't tested it because you're trying to save your clutches. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. And speaking of clutches, we had Ron Hinson mm-hmm. in our shop last week. Mobile. Uh, he brought uh, a prototype. A prototype clutch in. He put it in our test bike. Did some starts up and down the side <laughs> of, the, of the property. Took it out. Zip tied it together. I handed it to you. Yeah. And then he has our test bike right now to do some final yeah. production uh, settings. It was funny, I was asking him, and I never thought about this, right? Because, like, you know, the KTM is a steel basket now. Yeah. And now the Yamaha is a steel basket. And and then the KTM and the Yamaha and the Cowies all have that. I forgot the word. Finger, fo- finger follower? No, no, no. That's the, the <laughs> that's single, a, the, single spring. The single spring. They have a bell something. Mm-mm. Instead of, uh, you know, yeah. eight springs, it's one big that flat pushes down on spring them. thing. Yeah. And he, I was asking about because, like, Henson is known for their billet clu- clutch baskets, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, so are you going to make a billet clutch basket for the Yamaha? And he goes, it's kind of pointless because steel will not wear out, right? Yeah. And he goes, that's the whole point of it. And it's smaller, so it's not much heavier than a larger aluminum one. But he was like, yeah, when KTM came out with the steel basket, I had this, like, talk with my dad. And my dad's all, what are you going to do to... You know, to make up for the business you're going to lose there. Mm. And so that's when Henson started concentrating more on clutch plates. Yes. Because there was a time when they only sold baskets and pressure plates. They didn't sell plates. Yeah, they, like, outsource it, right? Like, that's the thing with the hard parts. They make it all in-house. But the the plates, they out, outsource Yeah, I'm them. not sure about that. But they didn't make them at all. They didn't really? offer them for sale. Oh, got you. You only use stock plates. But, uh, but, yeah, it's funny, like, the technology change or the trend change is, like, I was like, well, it's not as, like, a big hit for you. As like the four-stroke transition was for the Moto Tassinari guys, yeah. right? Like we make reed valves for two strokes. But uh, I thought that was super interesting. But, yeah, Henson is going to have stuff available for the YZ450 before they're at dealerships. Because they're not at dealerships yet, No, I understand. No, yeah, they're not. No. I, I, mean, I got an update on that, actually. Don't you be did? Fr- yeah. This I, there's some type of... Uh, I, I don't know if I should say on there. Actually, never mind. Oh. <laughs> but, dude, like, the stamp, the stamp on my Yamaha is, like, 
347. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's low. It's yeah, early, it's, huh? Yeah, it's early. Very early. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, photo shoot? Yeah, we're, we're, we need to do week? that. I need, I need to get with Mark and tell him that, that you want the teal blue. Yeah, tell him team manager says blue. Yes, teal team, blue. team manager says teal blue. Uh, ordered my Pro Taper stuff. Backyard Designs has been absolutely amazing <laughs> Dude, with the graphics. The oh, graphics. my gosh. Like, They've been so amazing. Because, like, I mean, I've been having uh, new people that wanted to come on board, you know, and as well as, you know, some obligations that, um, you know, for the Rock River team that I'm going to be going with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with that logo. So, um, yeah, they've been more than more than helpful with the graphics. So yeah. that, that's been good. So, um, yeah, I mean, only thing – I mean, shoot, everything's everything's coming together. Yeah. Um, I talked to Big E this morning. Hopefully, they're going to have some more pipes for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm going to need a new pipe for my race bike for the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And he told me to act as if that pipe that I have is the only one in the country because it, it is. is. <laughs> it is. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm trying to, but you know how that's going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, So I have an idea. Um, can we use the Yamaha truck for your shoot? Yeah. I want to do it at like 3 o'clock. Okay. When the sun's going down and then... When the sun is really going down, I'm going to bust out those lights, and I want to use the strobe with a blue gel over it. Yeah. We, why don't we get, like, the fog machine, too? <laughs> or what if how we – how's your scrub game? Can it's you not, scrub? No. You can't no, scrub? It's I can't no game. Scrub. <laughs> I can barely I, whip. So no, I was I was, say, we could pour uh, burp was gross. 20 gallons of diesel on a jump, and you could scrub it oh. on fire. Dude. The other day, I was doing a 20-minute moto. And then, like, um, like he was taking photos of us and, like, videoing, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, like I don't know. It was, like, <laughs> whip. I was like it was 15, 15 minutes in. And he's, like, do a whip, do a whip. And I'm, like, <gasps> and I have to go over the finish line and, like, crank a whip for him, like, for the, video, for the picture. Dude, I'm, like, good. dude. It was a good photo. And it had Thurry's chick in it, too. Yeah. So, um, we'll do a whoop, whoop section shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, also, guts. I got some seat covers, Ooh. too. Uh, Are thanks. you going to get a halibut seat? halibut <laughs> nah i i want to test one but nah it's okay yeah it's all good but um it, thanks to freaking uh chris Kiefer and mathis for that one i guess they sent they sent andy uh from guts they sent him a seat off of their bike oh yeah <laughs> everyone heard, yeah. like everyone um has been hit like that knows that the people had like from the media have like a new bike right they're like hey send me your parts send me this, send me that. this. yeah, yeah. Mm. so it, it's kind of like a, a weird time right now because no one really has parts for them so mm-hmm. yeah are you going to yeah, do, like, different seat foam and everything, too, or no? I don't think so. Just no, I'm just, okay. just going to do stock uh, for now. So. Yeah, when we get our bike I told Ron I want the bike back tomorrow, I think, because mm-hmm. I want to ride it, and I want to put the sag where I want to ride it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then I think I should take the seat over to SDG and let them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no, SDG, they have uh, they have great seats over there, too. I mean, I ain't. I ain't knocking anyone because they they did a seat for my uh cr250 mm-hmm. for my build there and he put like the ar as uh as like my yeah deal yeah that was that was super cool that's good cool all right well uh guys thanks for listening to the kickstart podcast presented by pro taper once again if you want to win a set of grips and a sml t-shirt comment on swapmodelive.com on the podcast post and uh we'll choose a winner next week until then uh stay dry and uh Buy some A-Ray merch, too. Buy, right? Buy A-Ray merch. Yeah, we're going to give away a Alex Ray a Sketchy Tee next, next week, too. Okay. So. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, guys. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components. 
and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.